Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your cousin from Boston. New Sam Adams Wicked Easy is light and wicked easy to drink. Which means it's wicked easy to call up some buddies for a little day sesh. So, wicked sorry I'm late. Sam Adams Wicked Easy. Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I need you with this! Hurts. First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hello, everybody. I'm Ed Kratz, your SI.com Eagle Maven. Welcome to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. It's my pleasure here uh, on Friday, July 2nd, heading into the holiday weekend to be joined by Zach Patra, the uh, president of the NFL Draft Bible. Uh, Zach has been on our show before. He's a wealth of information when it comes to college prospects, uh, knows a whole lot about uh, what the Eagles did in 2021 in the draft. And what I found interesting was Zach. Well, first of all, welcome to the show. Appreciate hey, it. Thanks for having me on, Ed. Good morning. Great, uh, great Friday. We're excited for the 4th of July weekend. And I'm even excited, more excited to talk some football with you this morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I really, you put out that mock draft, the Monday mock draft that you and uh, your colleagues at the Draft Bible do, um, I guess, in a rotation. Your turn was this past Monday. And uh, some interesting things about the 2022 draft for the Eagles. It's never too early to talk about the next draft, even though we really haven't seen what this recent class can do. But uh, Zach, uh, you had the Eagles in the first round taking a cornerback, Andrew Booth. Not bad. He's from Clemson, right? I don't know a lot about him, um, but the Eagles wanted a cornerback. I think they would have taken uh, either J.C. Horn or uh, Patrick Sertan had they been available when they picked, but um, they ended up with Devontae Smith. But a cornerback is certainly a need. Uh, what is it about Booth that you, you like, uh, you know, as far as his tr- uh, skill set goes? Yeah, he's a tremendous corner. He, uh, I got I got you guys picking at six here, which is what I right. what the uh, what Tankathon had. So that's where I got the draft order. And uh, at six, I took Andrew Booth. Everyone knows the name Derek Stingley. He's going to be a, a very solid player. Andrew Booth Jr., the Clemson corner, is someone that could compete with him. He shows tremendous flashes at, at, at Clemson. He's got good length, good ball skills, fluid in his hips. There's, there's just a lot to work with with, uh, with his game. Plus, you, you need a little bit – I would say let's get some more youth on that Philly, Philly defense in that secondary, you know, help, help this team, you know, start, start building, you know, the next crop of really good corners. Uh, and, and Booth is one of those guys that can do that. Yeah, it's really – I mean, that's kind of the – off-season question uh, for the Eagles right now here in July is who's going to play cornerback number two. They drafted Zach McPherson in the fourth round. What what was your take on Zach McPherson when you studied him? What did you see in the 2021 draft about Zach McPherson? 
I like to see, I like seeing him go, go earlier than a lot of people expected. I think, you know, a lot of people were talking about him more of the later day three type of pick, but I was, I, I was impressed with him. I thought he, you know, he, he plays, he plays physical, you know, I think there's, there's good flashes in his hands when he, when he, when he goes to jam you. Um, so there's a lot of potential with him still a work in progress. Um, I don't think you're going to see him, you know, I don't want to say you're not going to see him start because he could be someone that really flashes in camp and you could see him start to rise. Um, but I don't think you're going to see, you know, someone that's going to be able to go up, up against, you know, a really strong, you know, duo of wide receivers and, and find a lot of success early. But I think that's someone you can work with and you're going to find that he's going to be someone that, steps up in a, in a situation where you just said, who's going to play that corner too. I think he's going to be, um, you know, consistent enough where you're going to like to see him be that number two guy. But I still think that you're going to want to get one of these guys in the next year's draft. Cause there's, this is a good group of corners that I've watched so far in the 2022 draft. Uh, so I think that's going to where that's where you're going to want to look early. If you're a, if you're a Philly, Philly fan. And uh, if you're going to be looking towards the next year's draft. Yeah. I mean, Zach McPherson, I don't think is the answer uh, maybe in 2020 one at cornerback but uh, I like the pick of a cornerback in that first round Derek Stingley would be great you had him going five in your 2022 mock draft to the Jaguars I think it was and then the Eagles following up with uh, Andrew Booth so let's move on here Uh, it is a good draft for defense I was told the 2022 is supposed to be loaded with good defensive players and you have the Eagles taking another one uh, in the first round uh, at pick number 20 which was the pick the Dolphins were supposed to make uh, but the Eagles acquired that pre-draft this spring. Uh, and talk about your selection there. Yeah, I got Zach Harrison, the uh, the uh, defensive end from Ohio State. And Ohio State, I feel like they always have a, a very good ed- a defensive end on their roster. Zach Harrison is another one of those guys where you're going to see him more than likely go in the first round. Uh, you know, he, he's got really good size and a strong pass rusher. You know, there's a lot of power and strength behind his behind his frame. Um, there's, I want to see him get more, a more consistent second move, a more consistent counter. Uh, but with his type of potential and, and his athletic ability, that's something that you're definitely going to be able to, to develop in the NFL if he hasn't already for this next coming, coming season. I would love to see you guys get another good defensive end. I know you guys were excited for Derek Barnett when you took my Vikings pick for Sam Bradford. I'll never forget. And you guys took Derek Barnett. Uh, you know, so I, I like seeing Zach Harrison added to this defensive line. Yeah, and Derek Barnett's in the last year of his rookie contract. He's getting $10 million this year. Who knows if he'll be even back next year. So could be another position of need. I think you had him as kind of the fourth defensive or edge rusher off the board, I think. You had a couple others going before uh, Zach Harrison, but uh, good pick. I like it. Um, Okay, so two players on defense. And, you know, this is where I – one of the things I didn't like about your mock draft here, Zach, is the Eagles coming up with pick 24. Let me me say first that I like the confidence you're showing in Carson Wentz meeting that playtime percentage in order for the Eagles to get the Colts' first-round pick. I've seen several mock drafts that don't have the Eagles taking three guys in the first round, but – you're a Carson Wentz believer. You think he's going to stay upright and he's going to play that 75% of the snaps he needs to play in order for the Eagles to get, get the draft, uh, the Colts' draft pick. So, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz guy, I guess, huh? I'm a, hey, I, I'm an NDSU guy. Yeah, my, my in-laws are all from North Dakota, so I got I to gotta ride with my boy Carson. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, well, that be the Eagles fans would love it if he played that much, and they would love it if the Colts are picking at number 24 and you have the Eagles taking who at that pick. Yeah, this I know I know this is one you don't like here. I got Traylon <laughs> Burks. I got Traylon Burks, the Arkansas wide receiver. 
Yep. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something about, you know, the past couple drafts you guys had, you guys took Jalen Rager. I was, I was lower on him than most. I liked him as a prospect. You know, I, I, he had solid speed. I think he had, he had a disappointing 40 time, but, um, he has good speed, but there was, there was a lot of drop concerns with me. So I was a little concerned with, with you guys taking him in the first round two years ago. And then, you know, just this last year, uh, in the draft, you guys took Heisman winner, Devonta Smith at Alabama. Everyone loves him. Everyone thinks he's great. And he is, he had a great college career. He's a, he's going to be, a, he's going to be a good player. Um, is he someone that, you know, I think is going to be reliable at the, at the NFL level. He's, he was 164 pounds coming into training. I've talked about this many times to people. 164 pounds is very small for a six foot wide receiver, you know? So I know, I know Eagles fans are going to like the wide receiver pick and that's okay. I like Traylon Burks. This is the, now the thing about Devonta and Jalen, these are guys that, you know, played mostly outside. Traylon Burks is someone that he's so versatile in the fact that he, he plays a lot of slot. I, you know, as well, I forget what game I was watching. I want to say maybe it was the LSU game just, just yesterday. And um, you know, he's, running the ball. He's catching the ball out of the backfield. He's catching the ball out of the slot, running quick outs over the middle, or uh, I'm sorry, in the slot and then running quick slants in the, over the middle. There's just so much to his game. He's got very good acceleration. Um, he's someone that can get to top speed and beat you over the top. Another guy, when he, when he breaks, when he breaks in, in his routes, he's someone that you don't, it's hard to it's hard to adjust to his breaks and stay with them so he catches the ball in in space really well um he's someone that adjusts to the ball in the air um catches the ball in traffic extremely well so there's so many things that he does well i would hate to see you guys pass on a guy like Traylon burks because this is the wide receiver i actually like <laughs> <laughs> well you know as much as i hate and i'm sure other eagles fans would hate to see the eagles go three straight years with a first round pick uh on the wide receiver position i mean i like burks uh, his size, he's 6'3", about 230 pounds. I mean, when you look at Big Rager boy. and Smith, they're kind of similar uh, size-wise. You know, obviously, Smith doesn't weigh what Rager does. But, you know, height-wise, they're the same. They're not the, uh, you know, that basketball-type player that you can count on in the red zone, I wouldn't think. We'll, we'll see about Smith. But uh, Burks from Arkansas has that size that the Eagles could like to play outside. Um, so I know it's so early. Uh, but you know, Traylon Burks is certainly, I never would have heard of him until I saw your mock draft, to be honest. Uh, but I haven't looked at 2022 that closely, but now I'm going to have to start tuning into some Arkansas games, uh, this college season to see what Burks can do. Um, but that, yeah, that was the one thing, Zach, no offense that I didn't like was the three wide receiver thing. Um, that's, a, you know, that's okay. Yeah, I, I, would, I know. I know. Yeah. And, you know, you might switch it up in your next mock draft. Who knows? Yeah, I, maybe, I know. yeah maybe I'll give him a quarterback for my next one. <laughs> that's something else I liked about this draft. Is you, I did too. You, you showed the uh, faith in Jalen Hurts that you don't have them taking uh, a quarterback with that first pick or, or at all in the first round. What? So you love Hurts, I guess, right? You like what he can bring? Yeah, I, I like his potential more than anything. You know, there's there's plenty to work on. Um, I, I was uh, I knocked him a bit when he was in college coming out. Um, I liked seeing him go to the Eagles uh, in, in in the second round, and uh, you know I thought there was plenty of potential with him. You know, backing up uh, Carson Wentz, I, I didn't like uh, seeing seeing Wentz go because you know I was uh, you know I'm a good, big fan of him as we already talked about. Yep. Uh, and then uh, and then Jalen coming in, I thought he performed well enough to uh, to get a decent look this year. And then if he uh, if he continues to 
uh, ascend. I think you're going to see him, you know, be the be the Eagles' quarterback throughout his throughout his contract and, and maybe beyond. Um, and with this quarterback class, so, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's been pretty underwhelming who I've watched so far. Um, you know, if you, if you go check out the mock draft, it's on Sports Illustrated right now uh, that dropped on Monday. You'll see that uh, Spencer Rattler is the first quarterback off the board, but then you know you, you got uh, also Sam Howell the second sec, uh, the second pick. But then it kind of drops off a little bit, and you you know guys like Malik Willis, who everyone talks about, the Liberty quarterback, you know he's falling a little bit to the back end of the first round, and, and hearing what the NFL thinks on him, uh, you know they like him, but they're not as high on him as the media, you know. So having this you know weaker quarterback class, I didn't want to have to you know reach reach on get, reach on a guy for you guys, and have you guys have a, a, a competition with someone that may not be as good. And Jalen Hurts is better than you know, most of the quarterbacks in this class. So I wasn't going to try to have that type of competition with you, with, uh, with your current quarterback and a, a potential other one in this 2022 draft. So that's my, that was my reasoning why I didn't want to take a quarterback for you guys. Yeah. Well, I see you had three going in the first round. You mentioned Rattler one to the Texans two uh, was Sam Howe to um, uh, I guess the Detroit lions. And then you had Carson strong from Nevada going uh, to the Falcons, I think at seven uh, and then only one other quarterback, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the guy from USC, Caden Slovis. Uh, yes, you have him going. I think 16. So, uh, how did you feel about the draft at quarterback going in in 2021? How did you evaluate the class? Because I mean, quarterbacks just really shot up during the process during the season. Guys like Zach Wilson and uh, you know some others. I mean, Trey Lance we kind of knew about, but I mean, you know, I, I didn't think that highly of this class after, of course, Trevor Lawrence, but it seems like the closer you get to the draft, teams just fall in love with quarterbacks. Yeah, we're, we're starting to get to that, that day and age where, where court, teams are going to start reaching for quarterbacks and their potential. You know, you say, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. We'll, you know, we'll see how he performs in the NFL, but the expectations are extremely high. And then you got a guy like, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, who, you know, if you didn't follow the, the draft too much, he, he probably shot up, you know, shot up out of nowhere. Um, solid player, another guy that has high potential, and I like seeing him go to the Jets. Um, and, you know, Trey Lance, uh, I, I thought he was a very good quarterback. I Personally, if he had a full year this year, he there would have unfortunately been talks about him going over Trevor Lawrence, which would have been false. But I think he would have really showed out and, and, and made that a conversation to be had because he was my second overall quarterback ahead of Justin Fields, who went a little later than people expected to the Bears. So there's four very solid quarterbacks right there for you. Uh, and then Mac Jones, who I think fell in, in, into a perfect situation, uh, landed it with the Patriots. I liked it. I thought it was a good quarterback class. Uh, was it, you know, was it amazing with talent? No, but it's amazing with lots of potential from these guys. All right, so one one final thing here, Zach, and I'll let you go. But it's really strange because last night I had this dream about Landon Dickerson uh, deciding to retire because of his injuries. <laughs> you know, that, that's crazy. I understand, but Eagles fans would probably think that's a nightmare. Um, but he does have the injury situation. The Eagles took him in the second round. What what was your take on Landon Dickerson and the Eagles grabbing him in round two? Hey, man. There was there were so many so many people talking about him being a first round pick and talent wise he is a first round pick, but those injuries are scary, you know. I had to knock him down my board uh, quite a bit because I was I, you know injuries my evaluation process are, are big you know if you have a lot of injuries you're going to get knocked in my uh, in, in my evaluation process. Talent wise though, man, this kid can this kid can play. Uh, is he your future center? Yes. Is he uh, next next year's starting guard? I would say, I would say, let's put him at guard. Let him see how he does. 
and uh, and take over Kelsey's job when he decides to hang out the cleats. Uh, I, I think he's a very good player. He needs to stay healthy, though. Some players, though, man, I mean, they're, everyone's built differently. You know, everyone, not everyone's, you know, going to be able to hold up to uh, to the physicality of, of the NFL game. I hope Landon can because I think he can be a very solid player. Yeah, I mean, he's still unsigned, which that maybe that's what led to me to this crazy dream. But I dreamt that I woke up. I was dreaming that I woke up and I checked my phone. I looked on Twitter and it was it was blowing up of Dickerson deciding uh, to retire. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that'll happen. Um, but if it does, remember, you know, where you heard it first. And you might want to check your, out. Uh, your, your dreams are they're, 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 they're like reality, man. It's- <laughs> <laughs> reality TV. My yeah. Dream. <laughs> No, I don't think that'll happen, but it, it is kind of weird that he's the only one of the nine guys they took that is not signed yet, uh, and camp begins, I think, July 27th is, I think, when the guys are supposed to report. So I'm almost wondering if there's they're, you know, they're trying to get a, some sort of clause with a, like one of the signing bonuses or something for uh, if he doesn't play a percentage of the snaps as well or something like that. Uh, you know, that's, that's interesting, something to think about there. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, what's the rest of the summer hold? We were talking a little bit off air about you heading out to the uh, out to San Diego. Uh, what's going on out there? Why don't you fill us in? Yeah, so I'll be flying out Friday, July sixteenth, uh, with uh, with with Rick Saratella, who who runs the NFL Draft Bible with me, and uh, we're going to be going out to uh, the camp presented by the Hub. Uh, so the Hub does this camp every you know they, uh, it's about every month, and um, July eighteenth on Sunday is when they're going to be hosting all these NFL free agents uh, for workouts. You know, tons of teams are going to be there. Uh, a great deal of prospects are going to be there too. Or not, I mean, NFL free agents, I mean, like these are, these are all guys who, who are currently unsigned. You know, we, we've had guys like, you know, Shane Ray, who, you know, he was a number or a first, first round pick, uh, you know, Brandon Marshall, the former Broncos linebacker, you know, um, plenty of these guys, you know, I could go on and on with all these names who, who have gone there and either gotten signed you know, I don't know if you remember the story of the, I, you know, I'm, I'm blanking on his name and I'm sorry, but uh, the Carolina Panthers signed a running back out of the hub. Actually, one of the, the Panthers, one of the Panthers uh, personnel guy, uh, uh, front office guys pulled that running back off the field after or during workouts and said, no, we're signing you. <laughs> don't don't do anything else. Don't show anyone else anything, anything, because we're signing you. Wow. And, uh, you know, they signed him there. So plenty of plenty of potential to to get on an NFL team. Plenty of potential to get a camp invite for a lot of these undrafted guys or guys that are not signed by the uh, by any NFL teams. Uh, so July 18th, uh, the the hub is is putting on the camp, and um, it'll be it'll be a lot of a lot of workouts, and it'll be uh, I'm excited. It's my first one first one down there. Uh, they've had quite a few lately, uh, you know, recently, and and I'm excited to go down there for the first time. And I've never been to California either. This would be my first time in California, so I'm excited oh, nice. to, uh, to to check it out and and uh, get to get to be with these guys and get to know some of these guys. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, great trip. I know Jordan Matthews is going to be there, right? I remember Jordan you Matthews, saying, yeah. trying to be a tight end, former Eagle yep. wide receiver. But um, yeah, well, listen, we'll have to ch- check back on that, uh, see how things go, and and where can people find your work, uh, Zach? Where where can they look for you on Twitter, or you know, where do they find your links to the great work you do? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. It's at NFL underscore Zach, Z-A-C-K. Uh, I spelled the right way. And uh, <laughs> so you can find anything there. I'll, I'll be dropping any any sort of uh, articles that we put up on the website, si.com slash NFL slash draft. Uh, you can follow the NFL Draft Bible's Twitter handle, too. It's NFL Draft Bible. Uh, everything gets posted there as well. Uh, we actually just had Mark Pattison on 
you know, you know, Mark very well. Yeah. Uh, we, we had him on the state of football this morning, Rick, was, and they were talking about his, his climb to Mount Everest. So you haven't, if you haven't seen that show uh, this morning, go check it out uh, on Twitter um, or we're on Twitch uh, NFL draft Bible as well. Uh, all, we, we are also doing a, we're going to be donating all of the proceeds for all. If you go all access, uh, all access football.com uh, go all access. will be donating to um, his foundation. Uh, Ed, do you remember what it's called? I'm sorry, I forget uh, what it's called. Uh, Mark's Foundation. I, I I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. No. So Mark Pattison NFL or yeah, Mark Pattison NFL.com is is where you can go and the link on there where you can donate. Um, you know, it's it's for his daughter Amelia. Um, so you can go check that out. And uh, you know, if you go all access today, allaccessfootball.com, um, we will be donating 100 of the proceeds to to that foundation. That's awesome. And then again, it's Friday, July 2nd. Um, so, hey, that's Zach Patcher. Thank you, Zach, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, thanks everybody. Ed. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Let's do this fast. Your cousin from Boston. Sam Adams Summer Ale is brewed with a hint of citrus. Perfect for a hot summer day like this one. End of commercial. It's peak tanning hours, dude. I'm out. Sam Adams Summer Ale. The Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.